Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast dropping a trick-or-treat bag every week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. It's Past fine. two weeks, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. Uh, I'm Rocky. I'm Blade. <laughs> and today, we're going to the doctor's office to talk about <laughs> Dr. Giggles, 1992's <clears throat> Dr. Giggles. Yeah, it was going to be a gore horror, but uh, we literally could not make it through it. We got through about 10 minutes of gore horror and realized that we probably won't be able to pull enough material for it. Mainly because we can't hear a goddamn thing in the subtitles. So it's filmed on tape. Yeah. And they don't have any sort of miking. So it is so quiet. Even at full blast with Rocky's big ass TV, Mm -hmm. we could barely hear it. Yeah. But we tried. We did. But you also had a bootleg DVD of it. They don't make other DVDs I know, of it. I know, but like the rip wasn't good either. It was the rip. We might as well just watch a VHS of it. Good luck finding that. We might as well just watch it on YouTube. Maybe there. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody has a fucking rights to a piece of shit. Um, but before all that, how was your week? It was all right. Yeah? Yeah. Anything, um, anything interesting happen? Uh, job interviews. Um, the news about Winnie the Pooh becoming public domain and the making... Instantly. Instantly making the horror movie Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. That's what happens, man. When things go public domain, people are just going to jump on those characters. I'm, I think it might be fun. It looks awful. It looks so terrible. <laughs> I think it might be fun. I, you know, I'm just not a fan of the gimmick of, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Winnie the Pooh went public dom- domain, which Disney was trying to block because Disney Ha-ha. doesn't like having their characters public Fuck domain. You, fucking mouse. I mean, they battled a lot to keep Mickey Mouse from going public domain, which was supposed to happen a couple times. Um, but eventually characters go out on the open market. And then anybody's able to do whatever they want to legally. Uh, Wayne the Pooh went up recently. And, of course, immediately people jumped on that train. We're like, we're making a movie of it. We're making a horror movie of it. Um, where it looks like a home invasion film with characters from Wayne the Pooh. Uh, it reminds me of when they did that Banana Splits movie a couple years back. Yeah. And that was terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't watch I'm just that not a fan one. of the gimmick of being like, hey, you know these characters right there? Like, running around killing people. Like, all right. <laughs> I guess. I <laughs> want it. I'm going to. Yeah. Um, I'll probably watch worse. <laughs> but. Uh, Gore horror. <laughs> yeah. We didn't watch all that. <laughs> yeah. We, it could have gone amazing halfway through. I mean, we, we had some laughs about what was happening. In oh, Gore yeah. Horror. It's just like, literally, it's not the fact that it was too bad for us to watch. It was just so damn quiet and no subtitles. We it was literally unintelligible. Yeah, it was hard to tell what was going on, and I just don't think there was going to be enough information we're going to be able to pull from it to have a good middle section of the episode. Yeah, but uh, we may try to watch it some other point. But uh, there was some other stuff. I mean, I mean the the female character in there, the 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 killer in Gore Horror, um, her, her tits are cross-eyed. Yeah, that is a very uh, strange. <laughs> Her, uh, her boobs are looking at each other, so that's weird. Um, I think the weirder part is that if you didn't know any better, she was a member of Corn. <laughs> like, 
He looked like Korn's guitarist monkey. Yeah, <laughs> like before he got off drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, check out Gorhor, I guess. Um, what else is there? Oh, um, I don't know if you've heard of this little cult following show called Stranger Things. <laughs> You know that show that only a few people know about? It's it's a cult it's a cult show. Cult following that uh, one. Oh, you may not have heard of the show Stranger Things. We're gonna do an entire episode on Stranger Things and then we're gonna go to the most overlooked movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Those are cult films. <laughs> y'all y'all can go fuck yourselves. Those <laughs> those shits suck. Shut up. It's the same goddamn movie. Over oh, and come over. on, they have their they have their audience. Fuck you. They have their place. It's fine. Stop being grumpy, Grandpa. No. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Stranger Things started up. I watched part of an episode. I, I watched know. the first episode. I don't know what episode I watched because I was at a bar last night uh, grabbing dinner real quick because I went to support a friend's show. JT, if you're listening, did a good job last night. He filled in a drummer as a drummer in a band, ska band. JT? Yeah. He plays drums? Yeah. yeah I didn't know that. Yeah, JT's been a drummer ever since I've known him. Really? <laughs> drummer and bassist, yeah. The one with the bad movie opinions? <laughs> yes. Ah. <laughs> we love you, JT. Lighthouse uh, is great. <laughs> <laughs> JT did uh, send a letter into an earlier episode of this podcast. <laughs> I didn't know he played why. drums. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, crazy. But he filled in for a uh, ska band, uh, Aaron Dunphy. You've met Aaron before. Uh, yeah, yeah. He has a ska band, and uh, even though Aaron was at the show last night, uh, <laughs> uh, JT to fill in drums, so I went to go support him. But beforehand, I went to uh, grab a veggie chili cheese dog at uh, the midnight, mm-hmm. and they were on one of the TVs, they were watching Stranger Things. So I don't know what episode it was. Uh, all, all that happened within the 15, 20 minutes I was watching the episode while I was eating my meal and leaving, uh, uh, I was just bombarded with movie references because that's all that fucking show is is just remember this remember this remember you this know, remember you this know what's really funny about it to me is that the one kid that i thought i'm like he's probably gonna grow up and he's gonna be like one of those handsome movie stars i'm like oh fuck he looks like a skinny fucked up version of me like <laughs> this kid grew up to be the ugliest of the group which one is that <laughs> the main one Finn wolfhard yeah he looks horrible he's got a unibrow <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> I mean, you see, you know, they're they're going through that puberty stage right now, right? They're like fifteen years old, fourteen years old. Well, one of uh, some of them are. That Dustin kid looks exactly the fucking same. Uh, he's he's looking pretty rough from what I saw. I, I didn't see him much in the clip he, I watched. No, he looks the same. Uh, does he? Yeah, I, I only saw him briefly in in the twenty minutes I saw. Um, I, I'm not excited to watch a show. I'll watch it eventually, but I'm. I, we talked about this in an earlier episode. It's also why we made the reference of uh, calling it a cult show because one time I interaction with a, uh, a tattoo artist, I was tattooing my ex, that, that called Stranger Things a cult show. Um, now, in her defense, she is 21 years old and clearly an idiot. That is <laughs> but... a, a cult of 5 million people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think she quite understands what a cult show is, but hey, say la vie, I guess. Um... And now who's the grumpy old man? <laughs> Me. I mean, that's just a dumb thing to say. But um, but uh, we talked about this earlier about just Stranger Things. I, I'm just not 
Kind of lost momentum. Like it's been well, so there's, there's, long. Every season is the fucking same. <laughs> yeah, it is. Kinda. Which is fine. Like it has its audience. It's cool. It's very popular. But there's like, nothing, I mean, the acting is fine. No, uh, like the story is fine. You know, it's, it, it's like those Marvel Marvel movies where people just like hang out with those characters, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, clearly, even the cast is getting annoyed because Millie Bobby Brown said in an interview recently, she's like, "It's time to kill one of these characters. Kill me." <laughs> It's like, yeah, this show has no balls. It doesn't want to kill any of those kids. It doesn't want to kill, like, any of the main characters. Even though, spoiler alert, I don't, it doesn't fucking matter. Even the trailers that ruined it in the early trailers. But you'd think they kill Hopper nope. momentarily, but they instantly, like, ruined that with, like, the very first teaser. And by the end of that episode, showing that Hopper wasn't dead. Um, anyway, so, I mean, they don't, they don't kill any of the main characters. They, they kill, like, secondary characters that show up, and you're like... Oh wow, they're a really nice person. That motherfucker's dead <laughs> immediately. Yeah. If it's Barb or Bob or any other B name, they're dead. <laughs> um, just from the twenty minutes of the episode I watched, uh, it was a lot of action. There was a lot of movie references. I'm so tired of nostalgia. Me too. It, it's, it's fine. Old. It's fine having something said in the '80s. Let me tell you, okay? Because I got I, I talked to a friend about this, where it's like I hate '80s nostalgia, but you like things from the '80s. I'm like. You don't get it. You can like things from the 80s. That's fine. 80s nostalgia is whenever you watch a TV show or a movie that's set in a certain time. And nostalgia where they're just like, hey, remember this? Remember this? Remember this? Like, yes, I remember. And just bombarding you. It's just like, I get it. You got things where it's just kind of like in the background. That's fine. But whenever it's just like reference, 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 just visual diarrhea. Just I mean, in beating a sense, the maybe it's it. because, you know, the audience, there's so many younger people in there, they have no idea what some of that So are they is. just fighting Freddy Krueger in this season? Is that what's happening? Yeah, it is, looks is, like is, it. Is that what I got from it? And I is, don't know. is that Robert England's character? Robert England's in this? Okay, so the 20 minutes I watched, well, yeah, because we talked about it when we were talking about the preview that Robert England was going to be in it. Um, the 20 sure. minutes I watched, there's some type of nightmare character, yeah. which I assume that Robert England is the voice of. Sure, I don't but know. then, then, whose sister is it? It's been Wolfhard's sister in it. Uh, she's still doing the reporter thing, so they go to I don't know Nancy. The, Nancy, and she has an even worse hairstyle in this season than <laughs> the previous seasons. I don't know. Um, and uh, they go to what's clearly a reference to Silence of Lambs, like it's exactly the same design of the the prison in in Silence of the Lambs where they walk down the same hallway to go talk to the prisoner for something. I don't know what they're looking for because I had no context. Uh, but it's Robert England and his eyes are sewn shut or scarred shut. I don't know which one. So I don't know if he's both that guy and the creep. I don't fucking know, guys. And generally, I don't give a shit. But <laughs> that's all I saw in Stranger Things. <laughs> I mean, I watched the full episode and I was just, I don't... I don't really have the motivation to keep watching it. I'm sure it's, I will. It's a two-part season. No. Oh. These kids are going to turn 40 before this fucking <laughs> show is done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, like, like, I was watching, like, God damn, these kids are looking old. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, moving on. Um, Joe Bob last night. Mm-hmm. That was good. Slaughterhouse and I watched Robert. the second half because it was at that show. I saw that I saw that they showed Slaughterhouse. Um, I got to watch some of Tenebrae, but I've seen Tenebrae before in Slaughterhouse. But you said it was a different version of Slaughterhouse. Well, no, no, it's not that it's a different uh, version. It's just that the end credits they must have had a recent uh, copy of the movie because they have Mortician's song Slaughterhouse at the end. And huh. I was sitting there, and I'm like, "Wait, is this Mortician?" Yeah. And it was like, "Yeah, it is Mortician." That's cool. Yeah, uh, was it a good show though? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, and Tanabra is great. Yeah. You know. yeah. It's Argento. It's Argento at his uh, most violent, probably. That that uh, had a lot of problems with the. I think that was probably his last good giallo. I don't know if that came out first or Opera came out first. One of those two, I though, think was that last came giallo. Out first because right before he did that, I think they said he did uh, Inferno. Also, fuck Joe Bob for. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a great segue. No, I love you, Joe Bob. But uh, in an earlier episode when they did Deep Red, he made an opinion that I really don't agree with. Tanabra is better than Deep Red? No, no, Deep Red is better than Tanabra. But Tanabra is great. Uh, yeah, that's what he said. Oh, he said that last night? Yeah, he said oh, okay. he thinks Tanabra is better than Deep Red. That's which, fine. I, I, think I, Deep I Red mean, is they're both great movies. I think they're both fantastic. But no, back on the Deep Red episode, he's like, I don't know why people associate Argento so much with the Giallo with the giallo genre, because all he did his first five movies were, then he did Suspiria Inferno, then after that, he really didn't do giallo films anymore. Tenebra came out after fucking, after fucking Inferno. And he said that. <laughs> Opera came out after, yeah, but he said this back in the Deep Red episode, where they did Deep Red okay, on the show. Okay, that's weird. He, Opera came out after. He did a fucking movie called Giallo <laughs> after, he did a lot of giallo after Inferno, so I know why Joe Bob said that way back in the Deep Red episode, and that's irked me ever since he's done that. Joe I'm like, Bob, why did you say that? <laughs> he says he will do podcasts. He won't do ours. <laughs> yeah, well, he said he'll help any small podcast. Why don't we call him? Because we suck. <laughs> oh, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> just be on here and be like, you guys suck. <laughs> he's like, this is a terrible podcast. <laughs> because it's a weird thing. How I'm... much research did the long hair guy do? I'm like, ten minutes. <laughs> have, you ever done the, have you ever done the last drive-in nightcap? No. So the last drive in nightcap after the show, um, on the Twitter, on the Twitters, <laughs> on Twitter, on the Twitter um, feed, they put like a uh, like a little thing will come up. You can tap it, and they basically make it like a chat room where Darcy and Joe Bob will just let the fans interview them about the double feature they showed. Oh. And so like a handful of people get picked to just like talk with them, and everybody else can listen in. And this happens like every episode. Um, and it's funny cause like some people just start like talking about different things like, Oh yeah, I saw you at this one convention or like, Hey, I was at that one, how Redneck saved Hollywood show at Philadelphia on June, like, and he's like 20th. Yeah, sure. he's like, I remember you. Third <laughs> exactly. Row, and they'll, like, they'll like go through this whole story and he always replies like, uh-huh, Oh, that, that's great. Like you can tell he's just like, well, okay, yeah, who gives a <laughs> just, with everything. Like there was this one girl, like a couple weeks back on the Nosferatu, uh, night and she's like saying all this different stuff. He's like, oh, cool. All right. <laughs> With everything. Like they'll go this huge thing. He's like, it's 3 a.m. Like I'm tired. I'm, I'm about to turn 70. Like, and you're telling me a bunch of random shit. Like I'm doing this because oh, I man, love my that fans. knowledge means so much to me. <laughs> yes. I mean, Joe Bob is very, very, very nice. And oh, so yeah. So is Darcy. No, I mean, and, you know, he's playing up. With, but just sometimes you'll listen nice to it. Not enough to accept a drink from me. No. <laughs> he's working. Um. Yeah. That that mm-hmm. that I'll, I'll fucking like laugh like I'll laugh out loud listening to it because I'll be listening and they'll be telling this whole thing and he'll reply like oh yeah like ah you just tell like he just vaguely doesn't really give a shit which I can't blame him but he's nice enough to like listen and talk to people and stuff like that but it's like oh all right that's nice <laughs> um did you watch the sadness yet no I watch it to. uh i said last week i would watch it before this well, i said last week there's a lot of things i said i watch before i still haven't watched men yet i didn't get around to buying evil dead so maybe next week we'll get evil dead so we can do that for the uh, show um but uh uh watch the sadness i said i was gonna watch that and i did i watched it the next day after we recorded is it as good as it sounds it's good yeah it's it's fun um it is excessively violent um it's violent enough for shutter where they put a violence warning 
at the beginning of it. Damn. Um, for people that don't know, The Sadness is a Taiwanese film that came out this year. That it's also an emotion. Recently. <laughs> it is an emotion. <laughs> and, um, Related and it, to depression. It, it is a contagion, is a contagion film. Uh, where some type of sickness is going around, turning people into sad people. <laughs> uh, kind of, kind of. Uh, it, it turns. Oh them, God, I have it. <laughs> it turns them into. It turns them into like rabid, like people that just feed into their more animalistic instinct of wanting to, like, a complete depravity, like where they want to kill and they want to fuck and they want to rape and they want to do all these like awful, awful things. But like they're so consciously there so they'll like you'll see like tears coming out of their eyes at some point where they they're aware of what they're doing but the the drive yeah they just can't stop the drive to want to do it uh the movie is excessively violent um but it's fun uh it 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 is very it's 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 depraved (laughs) but um it is uh it's worth the watch it's on shutter it's only like an hour and a half Scully so is a fucking leg because you ripped it off. Yeah, um, I was thinking we could just glue his foot there. Yeah. Where's the rest of his leg? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the sadness is good. If you don't watch it yet, watch it. Um, also, I watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, you said that. You said it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit with Chip and Dale. It's, you know, it's Andy Samberg and uh, John Mulaney doing the voices of Dale and Chip, respectively. Yeah. um, uh, Yeah, it's uh, done by the same team that did uh, Popstar, which is one of the funniest movies that came in the past decade. I wasn't like a huge fan. Really? I think the movie's hilarious, man. Uh, But uh, uh, this movie, I mean, it doesn't all work. Most of it does. Most of the jokes work. There's some really good jokes in it. Uh, Kiki Lane is awful in it, though. Kiki Lane plays like one of the cop characters um, that partners up with him. She is insanely terrible in the movie who's kiki wang um she was in a really great film now don't get her mixed up with kiki palmer who's a good actress kiki lane is a good actress also she was in them probably not even though it was my favorite movie of 2018 probably the best movie that came out in 2018 um if bell street could talk I and mean, she's in that and that's an amazing film from the same director uh, barry jenkins who did moonlight uh that's a really good movie uh Fantastic film. I think I like that movie better than Moonlight, actually, which people may crucify me for because people go crazy over Moonlight. But um, still haven't watched it. But she's uh, she's in she's in this film, and she is insanely she's like Razzie Award <laughs> terrible in this wow. movie. Like I'm just emoting her like reactions because you know she's like acting CGI like while I'm watching it and I'm doing just a good job. I'm just like <laughs> repeating what she's doing. It's and I'm just thinking in my mind. It's like okay, act shocked, and she's like ah, oh. <laughs> like oh, <laughs> it's just like oh my god, are you gonna put any effort into this at all? But you know it, it's so um, it's it's funny. There, there's there's this one amazing. There's a few amazing jokes in it. Um, but it is very Roger Rabbit esque, and I think it's worth the watch. It's on Disney Plus. I was kind of surprised how much I liked it. Uh, yeah. Any other news that really came out this week? Anything else you watched? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I felt like there was. Well, there was actually a game that I played that is not going to be a feature game because it's it's it is kind of horror, <laughs> but it's it's strange. It's called Backbone. Okay. And it's kind of like a pixelated uh, detective game. And everyone is an animal in the game. Like, the detective's a raccoon. 
and the crime boss is a polar bear lady and the yeah, but it's actually like a really serious story and you go in and you're a private detective and uh, uh, a, a lady comes and asks you to investigate if her husband's been cheating on her and she has a baby on the way and you sneak into this crime boss's restaurant bar to see where they you know where they are because they're rumored to be hanging out there and sleeping with prostitutes and stuff and you find his body in the basement and they're cutting it up and using it for slabs of meat in the restaurant and then you find out there's like this weird connection with the ministry of science and they're working on this thing called project architect and you end up going through this tr crazy rabbit hole of trying to discover why they're serving these people with meat and during that there's a uh, a scene where they show a human skull and your guy's like what is that like i've never seen a skull like that before and then it like sh shows that maybe these are just like how the animals evolved after the extinction of humans and hmm. um he ends up getting infected by this thing called project architect and i don't know uh it's worth it it, it probably takes you like three hours yeah okay that it's sounds fun. interesting. It yeah. is. It is. And it's like five bucks. It's on Xbox and PlayStation. And oh, okay. Cool. Well, what's the name of it again? Backbone. Backbone. All right. Cool. Yeah. So that was something interesting I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, I didn't really watch anything else. Except for, I've been so addicted to Giant Dev Trial, I won't lie. <laughs> the, the most, most of my fucking It's movie, over now, right? Uh, we're just waiting for a verdict. Um, yeah. The, the, my my I, movie I watching has taken a wins. sharp decline. I just decline. want them to shut up. <laughs> Dude, like, I, I got so addicted because it's just such a crazy trial. Them just like. They shouldn't. Uh, I don't think they should have televised that shit. They probably shouldn't have. But, like, at the same time, I, I just feel like it needed to be televised just because of how insane it is. And, you know, it could be a publicity stunt. I don't give a shit. I. I I'm happy it's ending just so, like, I can get back on track with my movie and TV watching because this is literally, like, I've just been waking up, going to the gym, and watching that before work. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Like, I'll, I watch a little clip at sometimes, but that's about it. Yeah. Yep. But uh, it's it's taking up my life, guys. I, I'm, I'm, I need going to rehab. <laughs> like, I'm going to go cold turkey if not. All right, Steven Tyler. Really? <laughs> Yeah, he's back in rehab. Fucking James Hetfield just got out of rehab. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I don't blame Life sucks. <laughs> Life of rocks are. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's it. Yeah. Go to the main topic. Trailer time. Trailer I got to download time. The trailer. I just thought that, like, wait, we didn't get a trailer. Yeah, I got to download We're going to get one, though. We're we'll going to play, right it. We're gonna play it right here, though. We'll be right back. <laughs> it's time to make an appointment, Scalpel. It'll be good. For your health. Trust me, I'm a doctor. Oh, oh sorry. The doctor's insane. <laughs> How about a free examination? Ready to take your medicine. If you think that's bad, when you get my bill? I hope you have protection. <laughs> Dr. Giggles. It's a good thing I make house calls. Bring it on. All right. Dr. Giggles. Pretty good trailer. Good, yeah, good length. Good. I miss the trailer voice people. Yeah. Every time they do it now, it just sounds... It sounds like, terrible. Well, it doesn't only sound terrible. It sounds like out of place because we're so, like, desensitized to it now. Like, we're just mm -hmm. like, ah, what? what is this? 
What, what is this happening? Yeah. Um, Dr. Giggles came out in 1992. Uh, it is a slasher film directed by Manny Cotto. And who is Manny Cotto? Um, he's mainly known for a lot of his producing, uh, TV producing work. Xenon, the sequel. Oh, that's coming up. <laughs> he was exec- All right, blew your load. <laughs> he, was, he was executive producer and showrunner. Of uh, the last season of Star Trek Enterprise, which you're a bigger Trekkie than I am. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that, is seasons, that a good season. I don't know. I'll take a watch any Enterprise. The slowest one to get into. Okay. Um, but it is. It's one of those ones where people are pretty divided on it, whether they like it or not. Okay. Um, I'm kind of in the middle. Like I think Deep Space Nine is one of the best, and a lot of people would disagree with that. Okay. Uh. Not a lot, but sure. Yeah, I uh, I I don't think I watch any of Enterprise to be honest with you. It's not bad. Yeah. Like it, it's just you know some of the effects are pretty dated in it. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean, I mean for that time, oh, really? it was dated. Would that come out like the late nineties, early two thousands? I think. Um, might have came out in the late nineties and went into the early two thousands. Okay. Um, he was also executive producer on four seasons of Twenty Four, and he was also <laughs> the um, he was also the executive producer writer for the fifth season of Dexter. Um, by this point, is that my? Oh, I hate the fifth season. I <laughs> all right. Dexter was I can't good. Get into that fucking show. Dexter was good for four seasons. I will argue with anybody about that. After the Trinity Killer season, that's the season with John Lithgow. That show shit the bed at a level <laughs> that it should never have. Um, the fifth season is awful. The sixth season is okay. The last two seasons are bad. I heard that the they just brought it back. I, um, I hear it was good until the end. I hear they fucked it up again, though. Um, but I haven't seen it. But I know the new season has Clancy Brown, so I may have to watch it because I love Clancy Brown. Well, hey. <laughs> At least we have a new Game of Thrones coming out. Ah. Fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm so not excited for it. Dude, it don't, looks horrible. Don't get me on a rant about Game of Thrones because... What a waste of my life. But the first four seasons are so fucking good. I know. And the fifth season, sixth season aren't bad, but that seventh and eighth season are so fucking awful and yeah. lazy that just ruins the rest of the fucking show. Um, but Manny Cotto, as a director, other than Dr. Giggles... He did a few other movies, Playroom, Cover Up, Star Kid. Never seen these ones, but he also did Xenon the Sequel for Disney. You never saw Star Kid? <laughs> no, I never saw Star Kid. Really? No. Oh, I love that one. I, I remember it coming out. Star I, I remember seeing bits and pieces. Of it. I remember where it came out, but I never, I never watched the whole film. Um, but uh, uh so uh, this may be his most popular film. Probably Doctor Giggles. I remember, remember the fact that it's a Universal movie is really crazy to me. Yeah, Universal. Uh, Universal put it out. I really wish um, they would do Halloween Horror Nights section of Doctor Giggles. They may. They may have one of the earlier Halloween Horror Nights. Sometimes it would do more obscure things because they had like a people in the stairs house like way back in the day and stuff like that. Damn, so really? I they may do it that. again. And we're starting to get um, house announcements for Halloween Horror Nights. Oh. Yeah, they they announced one. It's going to be a. Um, Universal Monster Triple Feature. It's uh, Dracula, Wolfman, and Mummy all together okay. in one house. So that's pretty cool. Um, this was actually um, a deal between Largo Entertainment and Dark Horse Comics. 
Dark yeah. Horse Comics was supposed to have like be producing a bunch of comic book movies at this time, and this was like the first one of the deal. And I think that this may have went under. I really done a lot of research of it because we're kind of surprised we found out that this was either, a comic book. I don't know if it was based on a comic book because it looks no, like no, comic no. book they came out the same time. At the same time, yeah, uh, yeah. as a promotion for the movie. Yeah, um, so that's interesting. I don't know how long that deal went on. That if Dark Horse Two kept issues. making it with Largo, well, no, no. I mean, between it, how many movies Dark Horse put oh, out oh, other than oh, Doctor oh, Giggles? I, I was gonna say the, the Doctor Giggles comic is two issues. Because in my mind, what other comic book movies came out based off of? Well, The Mask is a The Mask is a Dark Horse comic, right? I thought that was in not IDW. Am I thinking IDW? Same people who do Transformers. Oh, uh, maybe. I think it's IDW. Oh, uh, maybe Ben. Uh, no, I mean, no Hellboy, but that was, like, way later. Yeah, way later. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Dr. Giggles um, stars uh, uh, Larry Drake. Who's in a good amount of stuff. Larry Drake is, is a good good actor. Um, he was he, good in this, too. Yeah, he's, he is great in this. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's game. He's game. I mean, people probably know him best as the bad guy, one of the bad guys. In Dark Man, he's Durant in Dark Man 1. and Dark Man 2, The Return of Durant. Um uh, He's also a two-time uh, primetime Emmy winner for L.A. Law. I mean, he was a very good actor. He was very successful. He died not too long ago. 2016. Yeah. Um, but uh, Larry Drake is uh, uh, our titular character. Also, our uh, final girl is played by Holly Marie Combs, um, who you probably know best from Charmed. Uh, As Piper. Yeah. Yeah, she had a pretty good, uh, pretty, pretty good television and film career for throughout the 90s and 2000s. Um, but yeah, Doctor Giggles. Yeah, what do you think? I like it. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> we were worried because both of us well, haven't seen a long, long time. Long time. Because yeah. I've had this DVD probably when I still lived in Lake City. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, it'd been since then, so probably about ten years since I've watched it, and uh, it actually held up fine. Like, I mean, it's a slasher movie. It's probably better than some of the other... I mean, it definitely is better than some of the movies we talked about on this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, it's your turn to talk about the plot. Okay. Well, as much as I can. As usual, you can take the reins whenever. Nope. <laughs> Just like whatever you start, I'll take I'll the interject. reins. I'll interject. Yes. Uh, so, Dr. Giggles... I did Demon Wind. That was hard. <laughs> like, yeah, it was hard. That was a hard what? one to do. Um, so, Dr. Giggles uh, opens up... Uh, excuse me. With uh, well, turkey just hits different, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it it burns good. We open up to a surgeon, um, what seems to be a surgeon, in the middle of a surgery being what viewed by his peers. Um, up, you know, upstairs by a whole bunch of peers the looking down. Yeah, and he's he's doing surgery on a man that is. Fully clothed. He's just in a suit, <laughs> and he has his chest cavity open, and it looks like he's doing some type of heart surgery. And uh, we quickly find out, wait a second, this isn't a hospital. This, uh, this, this, is, a, this is an asylum. <laughs> and uh, one of the uh, patients has gone loose, and he thinks he's a doctor. And, and uh, he has released all the other patients to watch him chop people up. Yep. Yep, but... He's just a, uh, a, a schizophrenic by the name of, what's his last name, Rendell? Mm-hmm. Uh, Edwin, I think. Evan. Evan. Evan Rendell Jr. 
because you know for his dad we find out um but he calls himself or they call him dr giggles because he giggles he giggles i don't know he giggles a lot um it's it's almost like a joker the 2018 joker film where i guess it's just a condition he has yeah i don't think it's like an intentional thing yeah um because even when he's like in pain if he's in pain he giggles a lot so i just take this from stressful situations um or anxious situations that he giggles um so uh uh yeah, he's he he gets out after making a shitload of puns. He escapes the asylum, and now he's free in this little town um, that he grew up in. So we get introduced to our high our high school characters that are of high school age for sure. Totally pass off as high school students. He is not twenty seven. <laughs> It's like, oh look, all these all these parents are there to pick up their kids from school. It's like, oh, no, no, those that's are the, the students. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, we get introduced to our our protagonist named Jen and her boyfriend, uh, douchebag Magoo. What's his name? Max. <laughs> Max. Yeah, Max. And uh, Max is getting frisky with uh, Jen outside of school. Right when they, right they're getting released for summer break. Yeah. And not only are they going to release for summer break, but in town, I guess the fair is in town. It coincides with summer break, I guess. I guess it's when the fair comes around. I thought, it was, I thought the fairs came around the spring, but whatever. They come around in the fall. They come around whenever the fuck they feel yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Those carnies hold no prisoners. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they're doing teenage stuff. It's young romance, you know. Hey, don't feel under the shirt. Just over the shirt, right? <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and she's like, dry hump until you bust in your pants. <laughs> I remember those days? I don't. I was two alone. days ago. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was alone. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, you're alone though. I mean, you don't have to fill over. You can just go to town yourself. Yeah, that's right? true. <laughs> so I got uh, so many hand jobs in high school. <laughs> All from me. <laughs> All kinds of old fashioned. So not do it the old fashioned way. <laughs> so uh, uh, so Max is like, come on, Jennifer. You know, just maybe we could go third base over the summer. Maybe even second. I mean, if you if you're if you're comfortable with third base, second's fine. It's all right. Look, we're only at thirty. <laughs> yeah, we're only thirty years old. And she's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, come on. And little we know. Something is wrong with Jen. But the next scene, we find out that Jen has heart problems. Yeah. <laughs> she goes to Dr. She goes to Dr. Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, he does look like Stephen King. <laughs> and he's like, listen, something's maybe wrong with when your heart valves. So I'm gonna give you a heart monitor and use it wear for like a know, week. A week. It's fine. Don't do anything too strenuous. Don't drink. Don't drink. Don't do drugs. Don't drink a whole bunch of coffee. Don't go on some like crazy night whenever you're high on blow with your boyfriend. Having don't get chased by a serial killer. <laughs> don't, get chased by, don't get chased by some schizophrenic serial killer <laughs> that's posing as a doctor. Basic heart problem stuff. And also, I'm the only doctor in town, as one of the cops say, or the, uh, at some point in the film. If you don't count a hospital. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not the hospital. There's one doctor. Why would any town just have a doctor? Like, one more. Pe- what do you want another doctor just in case something, like, a killer killing your yeah, doctor? I Spoilers. Mean, 
Let's think about this. Like the only like if that were the only doctor in town, they would still be paying him with doubloons. They'd be throwing down heavy coins <laughs> and getting in bar fights. He's like, "Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, sir." Yes. <laughs> I think I can build a casket. I thought you were the doctor. I'm the casket maker, too. Yes, I am also the undertaker. Clint <laughs> Eastwood um. in the distance. <laughs> Four caskets. <laughs> um, but, uh... A one casket. <laughs> two caskets. Three caskets. Oops. Four. Four. <laughs> um, but, uh... So she was like, okay, I'll begrudgingly wear this. I mean, this is a life-threatening issue you have. But she's like, fine, I'll wear it. Uh, by the way, this role, um, Jennifer Aniston uh, auditioned for this role, I found out. As well as Ashley Judd. So they both auditioned for, for this role, didn't get it. So I guess that... Uh, they got stuck with friends. <laughs> well, J- Jennifer Aniston did. But, but she was in Trolls, wasn't she? Was she in the first Trolls? Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. No. Yes, she was. She was in one of those horror movies. Oh, the first Troll. Yeah. I'm thinking Troll 2. Yes, no, she was in Troll. Yeah. In Troll, yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, so I said she went and did that. Um, so she goes home. Jennifer goes home. And she goes in. And who we think is her mom, who looks about her age, is like, Jennifer? She's cooking dinner. She's like, Jennifer doesn't get a reply. Uh, Jennifer. Yeah. And Jennifer goes upstairs to see her dad, who looks a little bit older than her mom. And he's like, hey, kiddo. Sport. Yeah, hey, sport. Ruffles her hair. <laughs> it's one ru- hair ruffle way. Come on. Tells her to walk back and go long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They go throw the pigskin a little while in the background. She's Sorry, like, there's grass She's like, stand. yeah, come on. I have a heart monitor. And he's like, what? <laughs> you have a what? Also, everybody seems surprised. Like, apparently nobody knows that she has a heart monitor. Oh, yeah, also, when she went to the doctors... Her dad get... knew. Oh, yeah, he, he knew, but nobody else. And she's, like, really weird about talking about it, which yeah, is strange. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like I have to go tell somebody I'm impotent, which yeah. is probably true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but it's not like you're going around being like, uh, yeah, <laughs> my dick don't work. It's like, no, I have a serious medical condition. <laughs> Like, there's nothing embarrassing about a heart problem. <laughs> yes. I was wishing once to She's see She's just the- like, oh, I have a shitty heart. All the girls at school have a really good heart. Like, <laughs> they a she- shitty one. Like, everyone's making fun of her. It's like, nerd heart, nerd heart. <laughs> oh, Jen, I hope your boyfriend doesn't leave you. I hope you don't die of a broken heart. <laughs> 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 Where she went to see the doctor, she's in scrubs, or she's in a um, yeah, hospital in a, gown. Yeah, a doctor's office. A doctor's Who office. gets in a hospital gown for a doctor's visit? <laughs> like, basic checkup, take off your clothes. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're not a doctor, you're my dad. <laughs> Wait, you're the janitor. He's like, damn it. Caught me again. No, come get, just get my mop. The mop is sitting there, she didn't even fucking notice for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um... But, uh, uh, so the dad is just shooting the shit with her, and then she pulls up her shirt. like, yeah, I have the heart monitor. He's like, oh, all right, well, don't don't go and do any crazy cocaine parties or have sex with your boyfriend. You better not be having sex with your boyfriend. Cocaine's okay. Yeah, coke is all right, but don't, don't be fucking Max. I can forgive Max. the coke. Max is a real douchebag, which he's right. 
So she, uh, she's like, he's like, listen, I know things have been hard since your mom died. And we're like, oh, hot mom isn't her mom. Step mom. Hot mom is younger stepmom that looks like she graduated like a year ahead of her. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she goes to her room. And uh, does she go to room first or does she go up onto the fucking Overlook? Next. She goes to. She has. A, she still has a heart monitor when she goes to the Overlook, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, don't worry, guys. I just watched this. <laughs> <laughs> We've been prepping for weeks. <laughs> so they go up to uh, an Overlook that's you know. It's like, oh, all the kids are on their cars, you know. Uh, they're all uh, smoking cigarettes and drinking, and they're making out, you know, up, up, up on the... Uh, some hanky-panky. There's some hanky-panky up there, and it's overlooking the carnival. And uh, Max is trying to get fresh. Max is trying to get fresh, and he pulls out a bottle of booze out of the, um, uh, the glove compartment. And Jen is like, no way, sir. No way. I'm not thirsty. And he's like, That's not the point. No, we're, we're trying to get drunk. Like, you think I'm drinking this shit? You think I'm drinking this because it tastes good? <laughs> no. <laughs> the shit doesn't taste good. <laughs> I'm trying to do it to, to help my anxieties. <laughs> like, talking in a microphone. This shit doesn't taste good. Jen. <laughs> um, but Jennifer's like, No, he's like, Oh, she's being a real nerd. And then he tries to get fresher, and she's like, stop, stop. Like, stop, stop, I can't. Which is fine, because, you know, don't do not do it with a woman. So, you know, if your partner's uncomfortable, don't force them into doing anything they yeah, don't want to uh, do. Yeah, consent is a universal language, I yes. think. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, we also didn't talk about the other kids got introduced earlier. Uh, we'll, we'll come, we'll rip, rip back around to that. I don't think they really matter to introduce in the first part. There no, well, are some hot girls. There, there, there are some hot girls that got... They're the hot bitchy girls that got introduced where we're back at the school earlier when we got introduced to our main characters. They will come back. Who who will who want to just fuck anything? There's like two like jock guys that look like twins. I guess they, they are, are twins. Twi- they, are they twins? They, they call look nothing them the twins. like. Oh, but they, they're clearly not. I think they're twins. No, they're they look. I mean, they may have been born the same day, but they're not identical twins. They just have the same haircut. They they look completely different. That doesn't the face. mean they're not twins. No, they're just not identical twins. Fuck. But anyways, they're just they're like let's climb that mountain. They're talking about their dicks. Um, and we also got introduced to, um, other parents. I mean, students, uh, one with a backwards hat being like, Hey, I'm high school kid. And him and his dumb girlfriend and, uh, and a couple, uh, not white kids with their like, you know, what's going to happen to them immediately. And it does. It's uh, a nineties horror movie. Yeah. It Unfortunately, does. Unfortunately that happened. It happened. It happens quick. As she skipped over this scene, we'll go back to it. Uh, but Jen gets upset because she feels like she's getting pressured and she doesn't want to tell her boyfriend that she has a heart monitor. Like, you should probably let him know. It's like, listen, I don't want to do this because I have a heart monitor. I can't do anything strenuous. You're, you're like, I'm really anxious right now. You're really stressing me out. Like, please, can we not? Th- that's all. And that's just, all. And, yeah. and, said, and, he, and he'd be like, well, I mean, I guess, like, a little bit later in the movie, he may act like a complete dick. Who knows? But um, she's like, all right. I'm I'm just gonna run off. She just runs off, which, I mean, that's probably stressful also. But she just runs to her house, runs off to it. Yeah. Um. Well, that's after they go on the Ferris wheel. Is it? No, she runs out of the car and then she comes back to the fair because we're like she ran back to the fair. No, she came back to the fair. Uh huh. After the affair. Yeah. Right. Right. So they were on the Ferris wheel before she went home. 
Oh, did she? Yeah. So they went from there to the fair, then she so went back she, home. He and she already went back? knew about the heart condition at the point of him being a complete jackass. Did she? Okay. All right. Which makes him more of a jackass. Um. Yeah. But she runs off. Uh. Back to her home. But let's rewind a little bit because there is a dilapidated house that did belong to the Rendells, and everybody thinks there's these ghost stories. So, um, these thirty-year-old high school kids, um. All go there to be like, hey, let's go check out the creepy house. Little do they know that down the basement where there's a whole fucking doctor's office <laughs> of this house. Yeah, a pretty modern looking doctor's yeah. office for um, a pretty dilapidated house. Uh, Dr. Giggles is already down there, you know, getting his clothes, his, his doctor uniform. Yeah. And all his tools and all that. And in a flashback, we learn that his father was also a doctor um, and that at a young age, Dr. Giggles already had a drive to want to be a doctor. He was doing surgery on all his stuffed animals, cutting open the chest cavity of the, stuff, of the stuffed animals and pulling out the stuffing and then re-sewing them up. And you see that there's a wall full of them, so he does it all the time. All he wants to be is a doctor. Uh, he has a great relationship with his father also. Um, and then it comes back to these kids going to the house and they're like, all right, Let's go see if we can find these secret passages because it's where Dr. Giggles was. Yeah. And so they're walking around, and um, the um, one couple uh, find a door. They go into – well, I guess they aren't a couple. They're just two. They're just – they're like – no, they have to be a couple because they're both black. So they're, they're, they're together. <laughs> it has to be these two, but they're, they aren't a couple, we find out. No. They get trapped in a room because that's the prank. They lock them in there by – Smashing a hammer, hammer or an axe into the, the door, door, which seems like a pretty extreme prank. Locking them in there, and then they just run off. That the backwards hat man and his girlfriend just run off, make out in front of it, and just leave them there. They just leave. <laughs> um, and Doctor Giggle shows up and kills both of them because nineties. <laughs> yep. That that's that's the that's the cliche is that the black characters have to go first. Um, so they both get killed in not too interesting of a way. Actually, for a lot of this movie, there's a lot of kills that aren't on screen. From what I understand, the editor had to edit a lot of the kills out of this movie just to get an R rating, which is why I think the first half of the film, you don't see a lot of the kills Yeah, because, uh, the MPAA was being very, and it's from universal. Yeah. They're, they're being very hard. Well, it doesn't matter. Universities, they have really graphic films, just in general, the MPAA is being very harsh on horror movies at this time, in the early nineties. Um, I mean, at the same time, the video nasties thing was going on over yeah, in England yeah. and stuff like that. Anyways. Um, so MPAA was just being very difficult. So they had to cut out a lot of stuff. So you really don't see, uh, I think the guy gets hit with a needle filled with something some poison. and he just throws up some blood and dies quickly. Um, and then you don't see what happens to the girl. No. Um, so, Let's fast forward back to Jen, gets to her house, um, walks in. Here's her dad having sex. Yeah. <laughs> Here's her dad having sex with his new wife loudly. Which what? really pisses her <laughs> off. pisses her I mean, if she was having a bad day already. Yeah. <laughs> so what does she do? She rips her heart monitor off and just throws in her fish tank and then just runs off. After chugging a bottle of wine. Yes, chugging a bottle of wine back to uh, wherever. So I, I assume that she lives closely. This is for moving on, Dad. Yes. 
Um, within this time, uh, there's a nosy neighbor character. She gets killed uh, because she hears screaming from next from, from the from the Rendell house. Yeah, because she goes over there be fucking nosy. Goes back to the home. She has a dog that is a complete bullshitter that pretends like it doesn't know how to go through a doggy door. So she has to open up the door for it. Um, and uh, when she opens up the door, to let us you know that her night pill that she's taking along with her water got switched out from a bright red pill to a blue pill and doesn't notice it. Um, takes the blue pill, which does... She wakes up in the Matrix. <laughs> which does, yes. <laughs> She's like, no, I don't want this one. Um, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't seem... I guess it, I guess she's loopy. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but Dr. Giggles is in the house. He's the one that switched it. Um, and this comes up to a pretty cool effect. Actually, some cool makeup effects and prop effects here is that she is... Uh, Getting a tongue depressor. Gets a tongue depressor put in her mouth, but she's completely incapacitated, but she's conscious. Um, in this chair, um, you see Dr. Giggles from the inside of her mouth. Yep. Um, what they did is they made a big prop mouth that they put the camera into. And it's a big, cool-looking prop. Where you see the teeth and, you know, Tom's everything like that. And you see uh, uh, Larry, Dr. Giggles, looking into it. And they gave him a big, fake depressor. So from the angle, it looks like he's looking in the mouth. But it just over big props so that's kind of cool i found out about that um, really yeah it is a cool scene and he takes a um he shoves something up her nose and there's a big like makeup effect that goes into her fucking nose and like she Breaks dies yeah. yeah and then the dog runs to the doggy door he's a complete fucking bullshit or shitty ass yeah poodle. even though it's nighttime in the house it's outside it's daytime daytime in the doggy <laughs> yeah door. um so uh uh max has gotten picked up by the um, uh, slutty girl, uh, the high school, like, the skanky character. Not um, her fault. <laughs> no, she's just looking for dick. I get it. You know, I mean, it's just like, I look for, I mean, and you he's know. like, yeah, I'll cheat on my girlfriend right yeah, I mean, after sure, learning man. about got, a heart problem. Hey, hey, baby, get yours. Who I'm, knows I'm how long it. she'll be around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who? <laughs> um, so uh, they go, they're, they're making out. It seems like a lot of people are in the band room of, of the high school, and she has a saxophone. And she's trying to show her how to play the saxophone. And she deep throats the saxophone. And she just deep throats the saxophone. And as, as a band nerd, I was immediately like, <laughs> hey. I was like, that's not how you, your amateur isn't even right, ma'am. First of all, tuck in your bottom lip. <laughs> you don't just shove the whole fucking he calls thing down her your throat. Out. He calls her out. Yeah, yeah, he does. And he's a guitar player. I mean, he knew how to play a saxophone. He's a guitar player? Yeah, he was carrying a guitar, isn't he? Or is he carrying a saxophone in the case earlier? I thought he had a guitar on his back saxophone. earlier. That's a big saxophone case to be carrying around. Saxophones aren't small. Depends on the saxophone. Maybe it's a baritone sax. Could be. Maybe it's a clarinet. It's not. Maybe it's a bass clarinet. It's not. What if it is? It's not. Did you see inside the case? It's not. <laughs> so anyways, uh, bass clarinet playing Max says, <laughs> says, hey, that's not how you Max, play that. Max the expert piccolo player. And she's like... I'm wishing this was a saxophone. He's like, let's make out. <laughs> let's see where it goes. <laughs> and uh, Jen walks in, of course. And she gives him a real, like, uh, she gives him a feisty one-liner. You broke my heart, Max. Yeah. He's like, bitch, it was already broken. <laughs> He's like, you have a heart monitor. <laughs> He's like, God damn it. No, I don't. I took it off. I gave it my fish. <laughs> and around this time, is also her dad, like, walks. It's like, Jen? 
and he looks, and the fish monitor, or fish monitor, fish monitor. <laughs> the heart monitor is in the fish tank. He pulls it out, and he's like, wait a second, fish don't use this. <laughs> and he's like, damn it, Jen took off her heart monitor, we had to find her. And these EKG readings on these fish are not good. <laughs> <laughs> this fish aren't going to last long. <laughs> It's like, well, fish don't have a long shelf life. It's fine. Um, and his, his his new wife is like, don't go look after fucking daughter. Don't go yeah, after her. Don't like, her. Oh, she wants you to do this. And he's like, come on. I'm going to go look for her. And she's like, ugh. And then she cries. Yeah. She does a whole scene. ice cream because she's mad. A guy's worried about his daughter. Yeah. God forbid. And uh, so he runs off, and she's there and just dumps off a whole bunch of melted ice cream. It's in the refrigerator, not the freezer. Yeah, I don't know why ice cream's in Dose the fridge. That's some why it looked melted. Nasty-ass ice cream into a bowl. Um, around this time as well, um, Backwards Hat Kid and his uh, girlfriend, the two shitty kids, they go back to his house to go have some hanky-panky. and Because uh, that prank turned him on so much. That this he wanted one. her to wear his mom's lingerie. Sure did. Um, what a weird thing to do. Yeah, to go in, I stole my mom's lingerie so you could wear it. They walk into his uh, his house and hey, uh, his his little smells like mom pussy. His, <laughs> his, his his little his little brother's playing Doctor Mario with a joystick on TV, which is not how you play Doctor Mario. No. no. Uh, they go upstairs to have the sex. It was like, hey, we, I stole this from my parents. It's my mom's lingerie, which immediately me and you were like, don't do that. That's, <laughs> That's so weird. weird. And she's fine with it. She's not like you. She's like, okay. She's like, as long as you wear this. And it's a condom, which is smart. And he's like, where'd you get that? And it's like, oh, we got it at. She's like, hey, I think being safe during sex is a good idea. And he's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, they, and she said they gave it to her at school. Is that what she says? Yeah. Which is insane. Which is insane. I mean, good for them. That school is way ahead of the curve in 1992. Yeah. <laughs> because, Jesus Christ, schools are afraid to talk about sex. But, uh, uh, unfortunately, talk about fucking STDs and stuff. I, I wish it would do it more because it's very important. Um, but he's like, oh, all right. So instead of just like them, like, Getting, getting into, into it, it and then him just and putting, then on putting it on there. He goes to the bathroom. Flaccid Dickly tries to throw on a condom, I guess. Immediately drops into a toilet. He goes, oh, I guess I, it's an empty toilet. It looks clean as fuck. Yeah. It's not like there's shit and piss in it. Just like just grab it. Just grab but it. But he gets a toothbrush. He pulls his, probably, probably his own toothbrush. It's his room, so yeah. To fish out a condom out of the toilet, which takes for fucking ever. Like, he's fucking with this thing. Enough to where... It's really cold in the house, I guess. So homegirl walks around with this kid in the house downstairs in their parents' lingerie. <laughs> Just walking around the fucking house to the, the, the thermostat. And she's like, 65? It's like, fucking Eskimos live here. Which I'm like, 65 is way too cold. And you're like, no, that's perfect. I like my house warm. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I'm sweating. Uh, the fucking AC is on. What do you want from me? <laughs> it's Florida. Fuck you. I want 65. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to get... It's it's struggling to get down 74. <laughs> it's struggling. <laughs> uh, it is forever my to, to cool this place down. Um, but uh, uh, she turns it down. Turns out Dr. Giggles is in the house. Making a house call. And uh, he may even say that I don't know. Um, and he kills her with a kills her with a thermometer. 
Yep, a pointy thermometer that he jams through the back of her throat. And he has a pun. I can't remember what the pun. Oh, keep it under your tongue for a minute. Yeah. So he says, this guy's full of them. This guy's full of quippy-ass one-liners. Pretty much his entire script was puns. Yes. And they're actually pretty, they're way more effective than like uh, Santa Slay or some shit we talked about before. Santa Slay was just... Fuck, Santa Slay or uh, 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 Jack Frost or something you we talked about. You scared the dickens out of me. Oy vey. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, and so uh, uh, he's during this whole time, kid is still trying to man is still trying to thirty two year old man is still trying to fish the condom out of the out of the toilet. He finally gets it out, spill it water, and actually it doesn't even matter. If they use a condom or not, it turns out, because the water is coming out of the tip of the condom, so it's already busted. Condom yep. was busted. And uh, then he goes, oh, maybe she won't notice. Maybe she won't notice. She'll notice. But you could also explain to her, like, I dropped in the toilet. Uh, it was also a busted condom anyways. Do so, you want to run by the drugstore? Yeah, let's go by the drugstore um, and everything, and let's just do that. That's what a smart person would do. I'm not saying that's what I would do. He also <laughs> makes another comment. He makes another comment where he comes out of the bathroom about his mom. Remember that? He says something else about his mom as well. Mm, I don't remember that part. He says something about his mom because I was like, dude, stop talking about your mom. He thinks that she's under the covers whenever he gets out. That's right. And he says something about his mom saying something or doing something. This dude has. This dude wants to fuck his oh, mom. Oh, ever since my uh, mom, I found my mom's Victoria's Secret catalog. Yeah, I wanted to see you in this. Yes, in my mom's lingerie. This guy has a complete Oedipus complex. <laughs> yeah, there's something fucked up with this guy. So he gets under the sheets, and we're the camera views under the sheets, and they flow up, up, and it's Doctor Giggles. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and um, he has a one-liner about. Did you bring protection? Did you bring protection? And uh, he slices a dick off. Yep. You don't see it, but you see the aftermath. You see a big blood patch. His cock is enough to kill him. Former cock. <laughs> yeah, if it's former cock, it's enough to kill him. I don't blame him. He probably just gave up on life like Padme. It's fine. <laughs> she just gave up. Yeah, she just gave up. Uh, her, her kids her kids were enough to give her hope. <laughs> she had twins, and so she's like... Even these kids don't bring me happiness. I'm dead. He's like <laughs> cutting off his dick. He's like, Anakin. <laughs> uh, so Giggles in full effect. He's killing. He's his body count's going up. Body count gets pretty high in this movie. Yeah, he kills a lot of people in this movie. Yeah, uh, he goes to the he goes to the fair. He's he uh, well no he goes to. Jen's house first, for some reason. Why does he go to Jennifer's house? I don't know. He, well, he's looking for her because he... Uh, well, well. oh, wait. How no, did he, he find out she had a heart problem? Oh, no. He, she He does go to Jen's house yeah, to kill uh, the stepmom. Yeah, but why? I don't know. Why does he go to the house? But he goes there and he finds out. He sees the heart monitor and everything. And that's why he knows Jen has a heart problem. So yeah. we find out another flashback because there's cops that have been like looking around trying to figure out what's going on. One is an older cop, one is a younger cop. The older cop is like, yeah, 30 some years ago, uh, Rendell Sr. went crazy because his wife died because she had heart problems. And he went insane. Killing patients. Killing to find patients. A heart and do a heart transplant. Trying to do a, yeah, trying to do a heart transplant. And uh, his his son took after him and stuff like that. And um, that's why he's somewhat crazy at a young age as well. So it's like this guy has obsession with his heart. He, he's trying to carry on his dad's legacy as well. And so uh, 
Dr. Giggles goes in there, kills a stepmom by pumping her stomach. From the ice cream? From the ice cream and all all of her blood out of her, I guess. And the dad comes out, comes back home from looking for Jen, doesn't find her. And Dr. Giggles hits him with a uh, uh, saw. A uh, bone like saw. Bone saw. McGraw. Yeah, bone saw. <laughs> bone saw's ready. Um, bone saw. <laughs> bone saw in the arm, which knocks him out. And um, Dr. Man, Giggles, I get knocked out every time I get hit in the arm. <laughs> I get knocked out. But I get up again, you know? Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, so, uh, so yeah, Dr. Giggles is chasing Jen around the, (laughs) I'm just fast forwarding. Dr. Giggles is chasing Jen around the, the, the fair. He's chasing around the house of mirrors as she goes in there to run away from Max, I guess. Yeah, after like, she finds him cheating. He's like, come on, come on, Jen. Come Jen's on. Not that big a deal. And uh, she runs in the house of mirror, which is the logical place, I guess, to lose somebody. But I mean, the the it's kind of the caveat with it really is like you probably get lost also. So <laughs> you're both just be lost in it. Uh, but Dr. Giggles is in there. And uh, Corrine, the Cor- girl he was cheating on. Yeah. The, the, Jen the, with. Yeah. The, she goes in there. in as well. And she gets killed by a giant, a giant Band-Aid. Yep. Don't know how that killed her, but... And I don't even know where he got her from. It's, a, it's an insanely it an huge insanely Band-Aid. It's an insanely huge Band-Aid. It's a comically sized Band-Aid. Um, and uh, uh, Jen, Jen realizes she's being chased around by this guy who wants to take her heart. Uh, Dr. Giggles. Technically, he wants to fix her heart. Yes. Um, he's like, oh, I could, you have a broken heart. It's Max, isn't it? Don't worry, we can talk it out. That's what I want to do. Just want to talk, right? Nope. So do, no, <laughs> anyways, um, okay. So I'm 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 kind of confused on the time of events after this. Let me see what happens next. Um, does he does he drug her and take her now? No. Is that what happens next? No, they go to the police station. Oh, they go to the police. The cops find her. They take her to the police station. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, cops cops find her. Take her to the police station and Max to the police station. Um, Rendell, here's the answering machine about them taking her to the police station. Right. And pretends to be her dad on the phone. And they give give him all the information so he knows where she is. Uh, They take her to the doctor. Right? Right. And she's sedated. Or did she just put on a heart? Uh, a no, heart she mo- just put on a heart monitor. Yeah, and um, does Doctor Gaggles go to the police station first? Does he even go to the police station and kill people? No, no he just goes right to the doctor's office. Yep. Um, but during her being at the doctor's office, that's when the two police cop buddies start talking about the legend. Yeah, more. And Max hears about it. Yes. Yep. And then Max just climbs up a window, runs off. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the cops like, hey, you stay here. No. And Max like, I do what I want. I'm Max motherfucker. Oh well, but the the older cop goes to check check Jen's house and he gets killed. Right. He gets a scalpel to the back of the head. He's dead. And the dad is still alive, but I guess he dies from his wounds. Do we see him at the end? Do we see the dad? At no, the end? dad's alive. Yeah. Okay. Um. So uh, uh. Not too heartbroken about his new wife being dead. <laughs> who would be? It's fine. <laughs> she she was pretty mean, so it's she okay. was. Um. So uh, uh, Jen's at the uh, at the doctor's office of the only town doctor, uh, according to cops. So we only have one doctor, and he's been here for like 
since he was a kid. Like, he's, but he's the only doctor in the whole town. Um, Dr. Stephen King. <laughs> and uh, It's not Stephen King. Stephen King does not play this doctor, by the way. But guy kind of looks like Stephen King. Um, but uh, Rundell shows up. He uh, stabs the doctor in the leg with... Does he stab him with scissors? Or scalpel? Yeah, uh, scissors. Scissors. Uh, and Jen is like... He stabs him in the back. No, he stabs him in the back. He gets stabbed in the leg. Yes. Um, and oh, he, oh, and right before... Did he get shot before this? Doctor Gibbons Yes, he did. Because whenever he went to kill the older cop... Sorry, I got to skip around that. I completely forgot this. When, the, when he kills the older cop, even though the older cop gets stabbed in the back of the head with a scalpel, he pulls out the gun and he shoots fucking Dr. Giggles in the gut. We're like, oh, man, is he fucked up the rest of the movie? But don't worry, he has a superpower of being a doctor. <laughs> so he goes and does surgery on himself, which is actually pretty good. Actually, some of the... The, the effects are good. effects are good. Like, some of the gore and the effects and some of the makeup effects are really good. So when you see him do the surgery, it's actually pretty graphic of him, like, slicing himself open, pulling the bullet out of his stomach. And sewing himself back up. It's actually pretty good. Um, but he heals pretty quickly from getting shot in the stomach. Like, it's like nothing happened. Um, he goes to the doctor's office. He stabs the doctor in the back with some scissors. And this doctor is fucking game. Like, this is the doctor you want on your yeah, side. Yeah, he is doing everything to defend this girl. Yeah. Like, he stabs Dr. Giggles in the leg with the same pair of scissors. He pulls the fucking thing out of his back. <laughs> it's like, stabs him in the fucking leg. Um... And Dr. Giggles kills him, though. He just pulls... Like, he pulls out... He pulls out, like, a... a Blood pressure cuff. Yeah. Uh, well, no. Dr. Giggles does, but the doctor pulls out a, like, uh, a metal piece... Out of the bed. Yeah, the bed. And he's like, dude, I'll fuck you up, man. Like, <laughs> you got... You, you are getting... Her. Yeah, you are not getting close to her. And uh, he pulls out a blood pressure cuff, pulls it around the doctor's head, and he just suffocates him with it. And Jen, what does she do? Not shit! <laughs> She sits there and goes, ah, 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 and like not no attempt at trying to use any defense while she's obviously number one free to run out, which I also would have forgiven. But the fact she sits there while he's literally just sitting there telling puns into this dying doctor's face. When she could have just stabbed him in the head immediately with anything in the room. But she just goes, ah, 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 ah. It's she, like the scene for Fifth Element. Yeah, and then eventually she runs away. And then immediately is caught up with because she waited about five minutes. She listened, she listened for all of his jokes and everything. Oh, that was a good one. Ah. Oh, it's <laughs> Did you write these beforehand? I don't fucking know. Oh my god, why is he doing? He's so off the cuff. Uh, get it off the cuff. I made one too. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so he he drugs her and kidnaps her. Yep. Uh, and takes her back because she waited forever you know a long time to wait while you're watching somebody be murdered and yes. somebody tell puns to the victim's face the entire time yeah i mean but they're so good you think you'd at least run away and even if she ran away he would chase her and then the doctor would still be alive so she waited just enough time to make sure the doctor died yeah she's a real shitty person yeah 
Jen, Jen is a toxic, shitty relationship, and she's a toxic, shitty person. And Max is a toxic, you know shitty what? person. I'm not charmed. <laughs> <laughs> she's not charming at all. Um, but uh, yeah, he takes her to this hospital at the bottom of the Rendell house, and uh, the younger cop is like, he figured the shit out, dude. This guy, you think he's he's the hero in this? Like he's he's doing work in this movie. And uh, he finds everything, and Max follows him. Max already ran from the police station to follow the cop to, to go yeah, save Yeah, not Jen. sure how he caught up with him. Yeah, because that guy's in a car, or he's in his truck. The cop is in a truck. Yeah, well, Max has a car, too, I guess. I guess. Maybe Max jumped in the, in the bed of the truck. I don't give a fuck. He's go just, on. And he's just laying there. Don't look back here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you just hear outside the house. <laughs> She's like, here. Max is in there. Jen's in there. Yeah, Jen's in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, How do you know? Well, here's falsetto. <laughs> <laughs> She's an awful singer. Um, so uh, he's like, I'm going to do heart surgery on you. And she's like, now, don't do it. And he's like, not too bad. And he takes, <laughs> he takes um, a giant electric machine. Yeah. And he and kills her. <laughs> he kills her. He stops her heartbeat. For like five minutes. Yeah, and uh, she's dead for a while, like enough to where like oxygen should cut from her brain and she should be brain dead. Um, the cop goes down there and he sees this whole medical. If they brought her back in real life after that long, it would be soup forever. Oh, she'd be she'd be Terry Schiavo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> topical. Fifteen years ago, yeah, like, that's <laughs> seventeen a- years ago, whatever. I guess topical. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, yeah. So he goes down there. Not only is this a whole doctor's office, there's literally a patient waiting room there that Doctor Google's filled with like which all of his not, all of his victims, which is not dilapidated. No, it looks like it's a modern doctor's office, not In one that's made in the fifties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I, I don't know how they got zoning for all of it, but whatever. Um, well, he's the only doctor in town. Yeah, he was at that time. He was the only doctor in town. Yeah, and uh, now there's no doctors in town, or are there? But um, cop goes down there. Max is down there. They're all running around. They're trying to look for look for Doctor Giggles and and Jen. Uh, right before Doctor Giggles can cut into Jen to to uh, also he just has a bucket full of hearts. I guess he got from the victims. I don't know. Yeah, he did. They uh, all had their chest cavities open. Okay, and uh, he finds the right one. He finds the perfect one. He goes to cut her open. Cop comes in, and they all get in a big old fight. Big old fight going just going all over the place. I mean, Doctor Giggles picks up a not uh, uh, not even nine iron. It's a like a it's a golf club. But it looks like a, one of those bigger golf clubs. And, and, well, at first it was a driver, but then he picked up an eight. Yeah, an eight clocks clocks a, a cop putting, in the head. A putting club. Yeah, and uh, clocks the, the 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 cop in the head, which he recovers pretty pretty well from. I mean, this cop is getting his fucking ass handed. This guy's going for it though. He's he's like no. He got caught on fire. <laughs> Dude, yeah, and he's still fighting after that, right? And uh, uh, Max, what the fuck? What the fuck is Max doing? He's Getting doing- hit by a golf club and immediately going down. He's like, ah! <laughs> well, uh, I should. Jen, I, should- <laughs> I hurt my arm. Can you and your shitty heart get me out of here? <laughs> Jen, I know you were dead for six minutes and we revived you, but uh, I know you're probably woozy, but he hit my arm pretty. She's hard. taking it pretty well too. She's she's like stumbling a bit. Yeah, if, if, I think most people will be like, uh, "You cheated on me. I'm just gonna let you go." <laughs> Max, just go. I'd rather die. 
<laughs> just leave me alone. Uh, so uh, uh, Jen is uh, Jen is taking it pretty well. Uh, Max is not. Max is being a big old crybaby, and uh, this cop is going for it. Um, he gets in a fight. Rendell, they go into another part of, of the, the down, downstairs area. There's a bunch of gas canister, uh, oxygen, oxygen, tank. uh, oxygen tanks down there. And, um, fire gets started. Cop gets caught on fire. He brushes it off. Him and Giggles are still going at it. Giggles finds a bone saw, saws into his back, uh, kills him. Looks like he's gonna survive for a second though. He's, he's doing pretty yeah, I good. I thought he was gonna get them out of there. But. Yeah, it gives Jen enough time, her and Max, to get to the broken staircase. Because when they try to run up to the staircase, it shatters on them. It, it, so now they're climbing up there. Climbing up there. Doctor Giggle shows up. He's like, "Now, I've never lost a patient." And then she kicks him. And he's like, "Damn it, my only weakness getting kicked in the face." <laughs> and they get out of the house, and giant explosion from the oxygen tanks. Yep. And you're like, oh, well, there goes Dr. Giggles. And then, miraculously, she's in a, this weird giant building <laughs> filled with doctors in a town that only has one doctor. What but is- there's a giant building in the town filled with doctors and nurses and psychologists <laughs> and equipment, It's which is so strange when you have a town that only has one doctor. And a room for surgeries? <laughs> one doctor. One doctor, this whole town. Yeah. Besides the hospital. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. A hospital. A ho- you think that every town has? A hospital? <laughs> what is this? Uh, an, am- an ambulance? Ambulance. 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 <laughs> we should really change our name. <laughs> ambulance. Ambulance. <laughs> and she's in there. God damn, the new kids in the hall is great. Yes. <laughs> um, she's. Uh, so, Doctor's like, listen, don't worry. You were dead for like 35 minutes. <laughs> so, we're going to have to replace your heart valve. You're already shitty heart. It's like, wow, for being dead for six minutes. That's a pretty lucky streak. Also, beforehand, we forgot to mention when when Doctor Giggles had her, he had the the you know the uh, stethoscope, and he he hears a heartbeat for like two seconds. Like you have a broken valve, and it's like wait, <laughs> immediately you're a really good doctor. <laughs> the other doctor was like insurance. I need it. <laughs> Give me that insurance. This doctor Giggles is like I know what's wrong. Doctor Giggles is like I'll give you a new heart. I'll fix you. Shit. Okay. She's probably just hit with Doctor Giggles. I I know. I think I would have kept him. Like what? What happens if like it was successful? He just went fine, right? They may have fixed him. They may have fixed him mentally. Yeah, he'd be like, I mean, he's he's going to jail because he killed a shitload of people. But that may be a prison worker. Yeah. For well, he may put his life on the right track. Who knows? Who knows? But Jen's selfish. Jen's fucking selfish and runs from him. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, she's in the surgery room. Doctor's like, don't worry. By the way, he wants to replace her heart because his mom died of a heart condition. Yeah, that's what I mentioned why. earlier. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, uh, Jen is going to get surgery to fix a heart valve. Little does she know, Dr. Giggles is in there and he's killing all the doctors. And he, he has terrible, uh, burn scars now. He's alive though. He's fine. Um, so uh, Jen's like, no, no, he's going to fix my heart. It's like, nobody's fixing your fucking heart unless it's me, Dr. Giggles, 
MD. <laughs> the best fucking doctor. <laughs> you know, I mean, for not having a degree, I mean, he's pretty good at being a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mean? <laughs> that boy knows how to slice. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, he starts chasing her, as you do in these movies, chasing her around the hospital. Because uh, he killed everybody. Uh, she runs into a room. Directly <laughs> across from the other room. Uh, uh, a closet. Where could you be? In, in, in a, in a uh, stock closet um, with medical supplies and everything in there. And he's like, found you. I, I, I did it. <laughs> what do I get? What's my prize? And she spills a bunch of water on the ground or some type of... And uses an AED yeah, to, to electrocute shock. him, which I don't think that would work, but and, I don't know. And he's and he's all wacky, electrocuted guy. Ooh. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, uh, Shocker! Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she takes us to... He makes these big fucking... He had these big, ridiculous surgery uh, tools. Yep. And she takes two of them, and she just shoves them through his fucking chest... And he's like, oh, that's pretty effective. And he, he, he dies. And, and then she wakes up in the hospital. Wakes up in the hospital. Her, her dad's there. He's like, don't worry. I'm fine. And Max is there, thankfully, you know. Because the thing you want to see is, like, your shitty boyfriend that cheated on you treats you like complete garbage. Immediately after you told him and opened up about a serious medical condition you have. Yeah. Threw you under the bus and went and cheated on you immediately. What um, a swell guy. Keep yeah. him around. But he helped you for, like, five seconds. I mean, this guy is determined to fuck. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's going through a lot at this point, um, and she's going through a lot dealing with him. Um, he kisses her, and you see the the heart monitor uh, EKG. Yep, starts speeding up, and credits. Man, that's that's Doctor Giggles. Doctor, Doctor. Yep. Tell the, me the news. I don't think it's the original. It's a cover. Yeah, it's a cover version. It's a of cover. It. Of I would. Game. I would have done. Like I said, I would chose a cover version of "Kickstart My Heart." Made more sense, I think. But you I know, that so. song makes sense also. So, what are you gonna do? They just don't feel like paying Vince Neil and cocaine <laughs> and, and hamburgers. <laughs> Fuck you, Vince Neil, you chubby bitch. <laughs> Come on the show. I think I would have put on so we uh, can make fun of you. <laughs> I think I would have ended it with purple people eater. <laughs> Okay. Why? <laughs> Why not? He was a fun, 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 people. There were stranger decisions in the movie. But um, overall, it's a fun watch. It holds up, actually. Surprisingly enough, it does hold up. If you up. want a goofy slasher, this is for you. Yeah, for sure. It is not boring. No, it moves at a pretty good pace. It only has 18% of Rotten Tomatoes, and it got butchered, but I think there's... We, listen, we've reviewed way worse movies on this podcast oh, than Dr. Yeah. Giggles. Like, this was like... Like, we've watched movies that are not only, like, hilariously bad, but they're slow. Yes. And yeah. that is shit that's hard. That's the shit I don't like. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun to talk about sometimes if there's enough entertainment. We I mean, just kind of go love shit rants. movies. I'm a huge shit movie fan. Yeah. So. Except the Marvel movies, I guess. <laughs> Bro, hater dog. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, Dr. Giggles. Um, uh, Ted Danson was originally considered for the role of Dr. Giggles. That'd been interesting, I think. But, you know, I, I think. Old that's... Larry did great. 
Larry is awesome. Uh, you know, the guy was always a game. He, um, he even did the voice of Pops and Johnny Bravo. Um, that, hey, Johnny. <laughs> uh, the, the Rendell house uh, was actually built in a park. It was a set that was built in a park, and you, you can find out at the end whenever the house blows up or they have to shoot pyro out of it. Um, pretty good looking. Uh, pretty good looking. Yeah, to be honest, it, it has a surprising budget. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, anything else to add about Dr. Giggles? No, watch it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. give it a good watch. Uh, it's a good summer horror. Any streaming services. Hey, look at that. We're being fucking seasonal. It's a summer horror movie. It is. It's about it to is. be summer. Uh, let me see. Dr. Giggles. Let me pull this up real quick. In case you are curious, you fuckers can do this yourself. You can fucking Google it, but I'll do it for you. Uh, you can rent it most pl- on everything uh, for like three bucks. So, yeah, check it out. It's, worth it's fun. It. Yeah. Cool. All right. Brings us to our next segment. Uh huh. Another curation of Blaze's cabinet of video game curiosities. All right. What uh? What game do we have? What are you gaming on? So today what is a bit what? different. All right. Uh, I wouldn't say it's solely horror, but it definitely has a lot of horror elements. Mm-hmm. And it is a game called Trek Toyomi. Y O M I. Trek. Trek. Like T R E K. Trek Toyomi. T Y O M I. Trek Trek Two. Yomi. Oh, okay, that's a Trek Yomi. Oh, Trek Two Yomi. Got you. All right. Yes. De- developed by Leonard Minchiari f- and Flying Wild Hog, and published by Devolver Digital. Okay. It is a game that is completely in black and white and has elements of side scrolling and 3D. It is. Based kind of like one of the classic martial arts samurai movies. The graphics look really good on it. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's an incredible game, and it's on all consoles, so you have no excuse not to try this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has mixed reviews. A lot of people like solely downvoted it because of the combat system, which is a little janky. But I mean, the rest of the game is so good. You, I don't really even pay attention to it. Okay. Um. But you play the student of uh, the samurai who is running a town for the shogun. And the town is invaded by these killers, raiders, and he goes to defend the town. Your master is killed by this man that you cut his nose off as a kid. And your master comes to defend you, and you believe... He is killed, and so is your master in the fight. And your master asks you to watch over his daughter and uh, watch over the town. So you grow up, marry his daughter, and you're watching the town now. Uh, They find out that there's a a band of forces that have been going through and destroying villages around Japan. And you hear word that they're almost across this bridge. And their plan was to destroy the bridge so they had no way of getting over. Mm -hmm. So they go out, him and the rest of his samurai go out and try to stop them where they are in the village over. And while 
you fight your way through there. All of your samurai buddies have been kidnapped, and you go into the base of the town and fight the people who have just executed all of your samurai. After you kill the main guy, he says, the only reason we were here was to lead you and your samurai away from the village. He runs back, and his village is completely decimated, like everybody is dead. And he goes um, to the home to find his wife already dead, and there is a giant man in black samurai armor missing his nose. And he stabs the shit out of you. And you, in, in what is in Shinto mythology, the land of the dead, Yomi. Mm-hmm. And you go through Yomi and you have to fight all the killers and raiders that you have killed in life. And there's also a virus spreading through the underworld called the Blight. And it is turning these souls into these carnivorous creatures that look to feast on living people. Hmm. So you're going through slaughtering all these things because you see the ghost of your wife running away. And eventually uh, you run into her and she is this giant demon monster that you end up having to kill, and it actually sets her free. And you find out that the gods uh, have actually tasked you with going back, coming back from the land of the dead, to stop this uh, evil samurai. So it's puzzles, and it's side-scrolling, and it's three-dimensional. It's just crazy kinds of gameplay all over the music's fantastic it has a lot of elements of like cutscenes and stuff like that done in like the old samurai film style cool it is a really fun game nice that's cool i really enjoy it it's 20 dollars, i think okay it just came out all right like a month ago nice so i highly suggest it uh it's got some spooky elements to it and it's pretty brutal so you uh, if you enjoy samurai movies, if you enjoy horror, if you enjoy side-scrolling Castlevania-type st- stuff, if you enjoy platformers, this might be your game. Yeah, right. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It is. It's a great game. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, did you ever play the expansions to Ghost of Tsushima? I never played Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, man. Ghost of Tsushima is fucking awesome. I know. I got to try it great fucking game but i know that i mean it's, there's a lot of supernatural stuff not not excessive amount but there's quite a bit of supernatural stuff that happens in just like the regular game but i hear that the expansion goes even more supernatural but i still haven't played it yet the expansions so cool uh then i guess that brings us to our next segment correct uh another entry into mythology biology What story are you going to be telling? Today we are going back to Thailand. Okay. And we are going to talk about... The land of the Thais. Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> um, the land of getting hit in the balls. Bangkok. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you remember that. 
What's the capital of Thailand? Bangkok. Bangkok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it. I fell for every time. I'm like, damn, I thought it was actually a history question. So we are talking about the fee pop. Okay. It's a fearsome ghost in Thai belief. Uh, they can possess a human being and while inside, feed on the intestines. They can only be expelled by a spirit doctor or exorcist who performs the whirlpool dance. The ghost watching the dance is sucked into the whirlpool and then thus removed from the body. Legend of this ghost originated with a prince who found a magical way to enter the body of another living person or animal. When he performed this feat and entered the body of the animal, his servant, who had been listening to the magic words, repeated the incantation um, where did I, yeah, and entered the body of the prince. The prince, unable to return to his own body, transferred to that of a bird and flew to tell his wife what had happened. She immediately had the servant's body destroyed and challenged the false prince to enter the body of an animal. When he did, the real prince quickly returned to his own body, and the servant, unable to return to his body, is since being forced to going from one body to the next, eating intestines. But, typically, regarding the fee pop, it is mainly said to be a spirit that resembles a female ogre who feeds on the human intestines and the blood of animals at night. Uh, it's been told that the fee pop used to be a person with immense power and sorcery, uh, and that power ended up going straight to their head, and the person committed a forbidden act causing the black magic to backfire, which turns them into the cannibal ghost. To this day, actually, um, fee pop ghosts are still blamed for unidentified deaths in some parts of rural Thailand and Laos. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I thought it was an interesting... I, it would have worked better with gore horror. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't get through that. No, we couldn't. Yeah. It would have worked better, but here we are, <laughs> looking like fools. <laughs> uh, egg is on my face. <laughs> Fuck Dr. Yeah, Diego. She's done gore whore. <laughs> but it's an it's a interesting idea to think of a possession, but the possession is eating away at you. Gore whore with the uh, shittiest industrial music you'll ever hear. By Jesus Penis. That's one of the bands. There's a lot of groups that are doing. Jesus, Jesus Penis is one of them. It is the worst industrial you'll ever listen to. Oh, man, it's bad. Yeah. The movie's bad. It's bad. But what's your take on the fee pop? Um, I wonder if there's over two fee pops that each get one end of the intestines and they meet in the middle like Lady and the Tramp. Ah, spaghetti intestines. <laughs> Spaghettins. <laughs> Spaghettins, yeah. And then, and then if they fall in love and make little feet pop babies, and if that's how they, that's how they reproduce. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. <laughs> you know, you know, if that feet pop Bangkok's the other feet pop. <laughs> oh bang my that cock. ogre balls! <laughs> <laughs> Why do we live here? <laughs> cool. Well, I guess that is another episode of Bladed Apples. Uh, thank you for listening. Wait, did you have anything else about the fee pop? No, nah, that was it. Okay. Well, yes. Then thank you for listening. Fuck you, Blaze. I do what I want. Okay. Oh, and the, oh, the episode now. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you want to reach us with comments, concerns, questions, requests, whatever you death want. Threats. You can – with what? Death threats. Yeah, death threats. <laughs> I think the only person we got death threats from are two people at this point. 
Uh, I know it's Hans Zimmer and Dave Grohl. <laughs> They're the only two people that send us death threats. So we're doing pretty good if that's the only two people. And, and we started that. So that's on us. We're not sorry. <laughs> but if, if you want to reach us, then uh, uh, you can on bladedapplespod at gmail.com. Or on the Instagram page. That's where we're pretty active, relatively active on. That's where we're the most active on, for sure. Um, so reach us on there. Um, thanks to Blaze for being an awesome co-host. And thanks thanks to Stefan Mize for doing our art. You can follow him on Instagram at Stefan Mize. Um, or Crawling Panther Tattoo. That's the tar- tattoo parlor he has in Ocala, Florida. Great guy, horror fan, always got to plug him. Uh, next week, I, I don't think we plan next week yet. It'll be something. It will be a film. It'll be as well planned as this, at least. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a guest. Maybe it'll be something else. Who knows? It'll be whatever. whatever. Yes, today was literally you brought a stack of DVDs. You're like, choose one. And I was like, gore horror. And the back of Blazes of Mind is like, fuck no, don't do this. <laughs> and then within 10 minutes, I vocally was like, fuck no. Let's not do this. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we we did Dr. Giggles. So sometimes that's just how it works. Um, if something pops up, we're like, let's do that. We'll do it. If not, then we'll do something else. It just it'll be you know we, we may do effects. Who, who knows? Effects is standing right. It's sitting right there. The Blu-ray. Yeah. Who knows? Let's point at something. Um, but there will be an episode. The Cure. Yeah, we'll do the Cure Live DVD. But which disc? There's two discs of the Cure Live there. We can watch Nightmare at Noon again. Yeah, we'll do Nightmare at Noon. Yes, we'll do Nightmare at Noon once again. We'll just we'll just talk about the exact same things. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah. Anything else to add? See you later, fuckers. That's right. <laughs> Remember, every day is Halloween, so please act accordingly. Bye. Bye. <laughs>